Hi, welcome to Promo Insiders, an ASI media podcast covering the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm executive editor Sarah Lavendusky, and today I'm joined by Dawn Raquel Jensen, a speaker at our upcoming ASI shows in Orlando, Fort Worth, and Chicago. Dawn is an international social media speaker and business marketing trainer who speaks on the topics of social media, digital marketing, technology training, and business strategy. She's the founder of Virtual Options, a consultancy that focuses on advising entrepreneurs and building influence and impact in their communities. She's also a marketing trainer and mentor for the University of Central Florida's Business Incubation Program, and she served for eight years in the U.S. Navy Reserve as a journalist covering military, national, and world events in the U.S. and Europe. And she earned her executive MBA from Quantic School of Business and Technology. So thank you, Dawn, for being with us today. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. Of course. And make sure to put your questions or comments for Dawn in the chat, and we will get to them as time allows. So Dawn, I wanted to start with you. Can you tell us about your background um, and how you got into thought leadership in the area of social media in particular? I, I actually fell into it, uh, to tell you the truth. So my initial, you know, I came out of uh, college doing computer software training for small business. And when I decided to kind of expand into training um, entrepreneurs and business owners, it was through academics and librarians in a company that I was working with at the time. So when new media started, Facebook started, Google started um, for opening up for uh, general public use, that's how we got on the bandwagon. That's how I, I got trained up um, by librarians because they're some of the most resourceful and smartest people I know on the planet. And looking at it from a marketing aspect, it just made sense that social media was going to be a catalyst and jet fuel to business. So with that in mind, um, you know, it's a good jumping off point. So why is it important for businesses and entrepreneurs to be online or digital authorities in their respective industries. And what does that kind of look like? You know, why is it so critical for businesses of any size these days? Well, I, I, if you think about when you were small and um, who did you follow? You followed a leader. So why wouldn't you want to be a leader? You've got to be able to separate what you do from other people that do what you do. And the way that you're doing that is you either you have to step up or step out. And social media is a great way to do that. The platforms and the level playing ground for from mom and pop businesses and distributors to um, midsize and even larger companies and organizations, you know, being able to provide the education information for the people that you serve is going to be important and empower them to be more knowledgeable about your products and services, but also to see you as the leader and the trusted advisor. And it's not just about like the hard sale, you know, always right. like selling it's, you yeah. know, it's, it's being like a helpful resource first. And there's a whole like field of marketing around that, you know, with, with like the soft sell or, or not even approaching sales at all. It's just about, being a helpful resource for people who may be interested in your product who may convert later. Right. So one of the things you're right on target, Sarah, one of the things that I find uh, works really well with companies, regardless of the size is 
you know, we can all be transactional in, in what we do and, and what we say. And, you know, here, here, here's my stuff. Aren't I great Buy my, buy it, but it, that's not a, it's not, doesn't build longevity. It doesn't build strength in a relationship. And what you're looking for as a trusted advisor or leader or authority in your field is you're, you're looking for ways to impact their business. You're looking for ways to build their bottom line because it will help build your bottom line. So if I can share if I understand as a business owner or distributor what impacts my clients and how they, you know, what aligns, what I can do to align with their KPIs, that's huge. And that's something that not many people in my industry will do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. Um, in marketing, we have, you know, we do a revenue, revenue strategy. I would, I would probably suspect that there's less than 10% that actually consider revenue strategy as part of their marketing for their clients. And it's, it makes a difference. So if you're looking to become an authority in field, what is going to be the pain point that you're going to be able to answer with the products that you have? And how can you do that? If I looked for, you know, we can go down the, down the product line. If, you know, I, what was it? I was going to show you something didn't mean to do this, but I'm going to show you anyway. I just got back from a, a vacation. And one of the things I took with me was this, um, it was this package. It was a travel kit. And the more I thought about this and I'm thinking, well, okay, so I bought this at a store, a, a convenience store, a local convenience store. But if I were servicing the insurance industry, um, whether it's life, health, or car insurance industry, and I was talking about safety and we have PPE all over the place. What more, what more can I do to serve my clients and help their bottom line than to do that? If I was looking as if I was a financial advisor and I was talking about risk, particularly now, this would be helpful. I don't even have to be in the healthcare or education industry. So one of the things that, that I think about is how can I, you know, who am I for the people I serve? If you're a distributor, who are you for the people that you serve? And what can you say that will help inform, educate, empower, and enter, and you know, possibly entertain them? It might be the culture of the company. It might be uh, aligning with their KPIs at the bottom line. It might be, you know, in the education sector, it might be new students coming in or signing up for classes for spring semester, which they're doing right now. You know, it's reaching out and augmenting the things that they do and making it making what you have more useful and effective and efficient for them. So I think over the past few years, you know, your a business's presence on social media has really evolved. So it used to be like, oh, well, I have a business page on Facebook with my hours. And that's, you know, as long as someone Googles me or Googles promo products in my area and that comes up, I'm good. But now that's not enough. And now it's like, okay, you really need to, it's critical that you establish this authority and being, you know, a helpful resource for your clients in these important areas on different platforms. Can you kind of, can you speak to that and, and the platforms that are really like having a moment right now for that need? Sure. So, you know, I talk about platforms in the, in the 
area of digital embassies and outposts. Your website is the breadth, depth, and width of your information. It has everything that anybody, any user or customer could possibly need. However, the digital embassies, uh, the primary ones for you would be Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, depending on the, on the industries that you serve, it might be TikTok or Snapchat. Those are quick, uh, snackable nuggets of content that you can show, showcase things I had mentioned before, showcase showcase things um, that will share how not only what you're doing, but how your customers are using your products as well. Anything that you have, whether it might be from suppliers, it might be content from suppliers that you can um, utilize digital images. When you're looking at those primary digital embassies, we're looking at what can we provide across platform that would be consumable and quick because we have a, a goldfish mind when it comes to the content that we share and we want to have a consistent presence so having a facebook page uh, having a linkedin page along with the profiles along with having a full and complete profiles and having them connected where you're sharing content through a social media management system is going to be key when we're looking at content itself, we're looking for snackable content. And that is that could be facts, figures, statistics. It could be quotes. It can be some of the uh, interesting um, uh, top 10 or top five items that are useful in a particular industry and why they're used or examples of how customers are using it or even testimonials are really good. These are shareable bits of information, they're consumable bits of information, and they're evergreen because you can use it over and over again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, great. And remember, if you have any questions or comments for Dawn, please put them in the chat and we will get to them as time allows. So Dawn, let's um, shift a little bit and talk about generating content, which I think is you know, not everyone's favorite topic, but it's very important. So it's hard, I think, for a smaller companies, especially nowadays, where it's hard to um, attract and retain workers. It's like been very difficult for companies to do that. They feel already like they're spread thin. And so to ask them to do, you know, their day to day jobs, plus also generating digital content that establishes them as an authority and also may convert is a heavy lift. So what would you say to those business owners who, who think that, that it's, it's just too heavy of an ask right now, generating that digital content? How can they generate content that's useful, but maybe like work smarter, not harder? Um, how, can they, how can they do that? Like what are some actionable tips? So I would be looking, if I were a business owner, I would be looking for low hanging fruit. I would be looking at if there's anything suppliers offer, if there's any uh, brochures or uh, rack cards or anything that, that I have even on my site that I can repurpose using uh, tools like Canva, repurpose and providing, um, providing elements of that. So I'll give you an example. There's probably some really good quotes. You've seen them all the time. There's probably some really good quotes that align with the culture of the company that you're in. And it could be aspirational. It could be inspirational. It could be more business oriented or themed, depending on the industries that you serve. And in thinking of that, you can actually create some branded quotes, maybe with your, um, logo or your obviously linked to your website or your hashtags if you have them and have that be part of the content 
the facts, figures, statistics I was talking to you about. It might be around health and safety. It might be around risk. It might be around lifestyle. It might be around education. So in, in those industries that you serve, if it's an industry or more um, specific accounts, then you think about, you know, what is going to be important to them and how can I put those in on small piece, pieces of content? Most times what I find for business owners is that it has to work with the way they do, they do business. And if we all have phones, we can all use them. Uh, for the most part, myself included. But one of the great things about it is you can absolutely uh, do voice memos when you're coming back from maybe you have an epiphany after visiting a client and you want to just you want to just write it down. Maybe a client has something great that happened to them that they're sharing about this product. Um, you want to be able to capture that on video. That's a great Snapchat. It's a great TikTok. It's a great little um, little nuance for a Facebook page, and you can share it across. So those things are visual, helpful, and important. But the other thing is you have employees. You have employees that are some of your best brand ambassadors. They know the business sometimes more than the business owner does because they're there day to day. So utilize their not only their interest and excitement, but also utilize within the boundaries of the culture and the and the brand of the company, utilize them uh, to get some of the information and content because they're they're there. And that's that's those are the that's so that's the low hanging fruit. If you are a writer, if you have a there's some really easy ways that you can work with tools outside of social media to create some viable evergreen content and consumable content. Now, last last one. The easiest way of low-hanging fruit that you're going to have is holidays, holidays and seasons. So even if I pick the major holidays and seasons that I'm going to wrap um, beautiful pictures and images around and brand it with my logo, you've got something each and every month, if not two or three times a month as a baseline. And then you're building like a layer cake. So it doesn't have to be like, every hour you're posting something like as long as it's consistent right and it's right like like what would you say about timing like it like people get overwhelmed like oh i have to be on there 24 7 but that's not necessarily the case like no. it's, just, it's about consistency you're absolutely right it, it I mean, social media as we know is a time suck it is a rabbit hole and we're not alice and i we don't pretend to be it just it's a i look i've been doing this for a long time um I don't spend as much time on social media because I let the technology do the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. If you've got the tools, if you have to do an index or kind of a check in with the tools that you have, social media management tools, whether it is, you know, Sprout Social or Hootsuite or Buffer or um, I was going to say the other one. OK, but any of those and there's more, there's much more be social, um, any of those that work that makes sense in the way if that this makes sense to you use that as a as a starting point one of the things that when you're looking to post as you mentioned sarah whatever you do post consistently so if it is once a week make sure it's once each and every week my suggestion is that you're actually posting two to three times a week on the different platforms but the technology can help you do that where you're not posting every day or every hour, but it's, it's strategic. 
Now, I didn't mention YouTube and I didn't mention Twitter, and those are part of the digital embassies and outposts for you as well. It just depends on what makes the most sense for the area of the country, the industry that you're in, and your bandwidth of time. Great. Yeah, I think that's another, another part of it. It's it's how often you're posting, but it's also like, you know, if, if a platform is not really, it's not really working for your, for your client base, like, don't just don't, you don't have to do it. Like, it's okay. Like you can, you can use those platforms that are really, there's an ROI that's obvious for you. And that's okay. Like, don't, don't overextend yourself on platforms that aren't resonating. Correct. And here's the other thing. If you happen to be, think about the ways that what may be interesting or actually what may be more mundane to you and boring to you might be super interesting to your clients. So if you have, uh, if you do a lot of the finished work in house, um, take, take people behind the velvet rope, show them how it's done, whether it's embroidering or printing or, or just assembling, you know, that that is really interesting because for someone who's like me, who doesn't do this for a living, I have no idea. And I have no idea the quality that or the time, because here's the thing, the more that you share on social media, the more that you're enrolling people in what you do, the more that you're educating people what you do, and they see the quality and the value. So they might not know that the end result is this product, but it takes, you know, 24 minutes to to put everything together. And the other thing I want to mention to you is the quality of what you produce behind the velvet rope actually provides the support of the trusted advisor and being that educator in field and the expert in field as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, um, uh, Carrie, she's uh, our our education manager. She says, "I love that behind the scenes suggestion." <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting. We had um, a, a company in our industry a couple, like I think last month. They one of their employees did. It was just like a behind the scenes, like day in the life. This is what mm-hmm. I do with this company, and it went viral. And they had all of these people start to apply for jobs at their company, like nearby, and. And it just, it exploded. Like they ha- did not expect that. She didn't have a huge following on TikTok. Yeah. And it was just like you said, it just like a mundane thing, like a day in the life, you know? And it it was, it really resonated with people. And it was very interesting to people that she might not have expected. That's really an cool. excellent point. It's, mm-hmm. it's always, you know, if you think about it, I remember when I was a kid watching how it works, you know, how crayons are made or marshmallows. And it was just fascinating to me. So this is just the adult version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, and finally, so those who are listening right now, um, thinking like, okay, I need to make some changes in my strategy. I know that. Um, are there quick and actionable steps that owners can take right now to start or improve their thought leadership and digital pres- presence on social, their website, anything that's on, you know, the, the in the digital realm? What would you say to them about that? So I'm going to, I'll give you a couple of things. So one kind of nugget is, okay, breathe, really. Like this is, it's a hard, we've had a hard couple of years. Um, You know, these things do happen and, and relationships matter more than stuff or technology. That said, when you're online, you want to start small, build deliberately and be consistent. Whatever platforms you are on, make sure that they have full and complete profiles. That means your your mug, 
right? Or your logo. Um, all the information is updated or correct uh, across platforms. And whatever you choose to use as a primary, if it's Facebook or LinkedIn, and you have secondary, it might be you know Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or secondary, Twitter, YouTube, um, or Snapchat. Whatever that marketing mix for you, and it will it will change, like I mentioned, based on who you serve. Think about for you the elements of of what you do day to day. Take an inventory of the things that you do. You could easily take a picture of back of the house and I'm pointing to off cameras because you can't see anything, but back of the house and um, do a deep caption. You know, it might be employee testimonials. It might be customers that come in and and they've they've actually had a solution for something that you provided for them that wasn't the intention to begin with. And then you've got the ability to show it off. You know, those things you want to have. Um, handy. It might be that out of after a team meeting, you've got a couple of ideas because you've got a force multiplier of your team together and you're jotting things down and then you're just going to um, knock it off of like a list, you know, whether it's a content list of let's, hey, here's here's five or six really great quotes or, hey, here's some really good images from our distributor or excuse me, our supplier that we can use some digital images. Um, you know, or here's some really great uh, things that we've created this week that we're sending out here. We're packing it up. We're sending it out, you know, another another successful, you know, delivery of product. You know, those things are all consumable. They help educate your customers. They help share about the business. They help share about the culture of the business, which also, you know, increases that employee experience, you have positive employee experience, you're going to have positive customer experience. There is a direct line there. So as your customers are seeing the employees share, they're actually have, they have faith and confidence in the brand as well. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Great. Well, thank you, Dawn, so much for your time and for joining us. And for more information on registering for the ASI shows in 2022, head to ASIshow.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you later. Thank you.